Hey guys, welcome back. I've got a really special episode. It was a complete honor to interview Kung Lee. He was so generous with his time, opened up about his career, his beginnings. So without any further delay, I hope you guys enjoy the segment. Your first experience with martial arts, uh, can, can you talk about that? Yeah, my first experience with martial arts was uh, I was getting bullied a lot in um, this elementary school. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was still an immigrant at the time. I came over here, uh, you know, after the fall of Saigon, mm-hmm. um, you know, after uh, three refugee camps. Um, uh, you know, I, I told everyone it was two res- refugee camps, but I realized that by, by the time I got here to America, I had to stay at another refugee camp here before we got a sponsor. So wow. it was uh it was three refugee camps, then um then I started school and then uh, you know, um within uh a couple of years, uh, you know, when, when the kids are older and they you know, that's when the bullying started. So mm-hmm. um my mom put me into martial arts. Wow. That's when the martial arts started. Uh what did you start in Kong? I started in uh, Taekwondo. Okay. And uh, eventually I went over to traditional Vietnamese Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And I did a little mixture and then just started um, wrestling in junior high and then got back to it after junior college. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was just all over the place, uh, especially with, um, you know, like with uh, martial arts and then wrestling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's no surprise about the uh, Taekwondo background because you had some of the best kicks in MMA. Just absolutely amazing. Um, and wrestling is such a huge base, as you know. That must have helped you in the, the San Shao. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Uh, well, San Shao or San Da, you know, it's uh, um, you know, the art of uh, Chinese style uh, um, full contact fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, usually uh, when you're an amateur, you fight off of a raised platform. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you become pro, uh, you fight inside the ring. Mm. Wow, yeah, and and that um, just like Fedor with Sambo, that must have really helped you with your transition to MMA, also. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I believe just from wrestling to kickboxing to stand uh, and just you know being a a good athlete and always training hard and uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, putting in the work, you know, helped me transition into uh, um, MMA, you know. It was a good transition. Plus, you know, I, I also had good coaches and a good uh, a good mindset, and of course, you know, faith in the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, so Kung, um, how did you actually wind up having your first fight and and like competing for like a living? Uh, well, I you know I, I was paying to go to all the tournaments just to like uh, make the U.S. Uh, Sancho team for, for the, uh, you know, for the U.S. team. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, after, you know, three world championships, uh, I figure, you know, I better start teaching or, you know, I'll find something I can fight and make a little money. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I, from having a lot of amateur fights, you know, I, uh, my first, like, really, like, I went to a tournament and, you know, there there was a thousand dollar like cash prize. I had I had a like a fight three fights, and then you know I got in the finals and I knocked out the guy. Wow! And, uh, then I went to um, um, uh, the U.S. Open, 
uh, you know, and then they, they, you know, they had a grand champion, so I fought two weight divisions and then won that, got a thousand dollars. That's and wild. Then, um, you know, just, just, just from that, I, you know, I figure I'd start looking around for tournaments that, you know, paid money, which there wasn't much. So um, eventually, uh, um, uh, after the world championship, they came back, and then uh, there was a Shinokan, uh, which was out of Chicago, and then the, the, the grand prize was. Uh, uh, five thousand uh, dollars mm. in um, my first shoot card. I actually lost the semifinal, mm. and then uh, then my second, um, the following year, I, I won the whole tournament. Uh, you know, after I won five thousand dollars, that's the most I made. And right away, within uh, three weeks, I, I uh, you know got invited to fight uh, for this uh, Russian promotion, Drata, mm. which is kind of like you know. Um, you know, it's just like stand out, but more like sambo throws with punching, kicking. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same rules, but inside a ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they they uh, they gave me a ten ten thousand dollars for the first fight, and I was like, wow, that's great. So, wow, well, that's uh, good money. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, you know. Yeah. So uh, I fought two fights with them, and then um, you know, then I met Scott Coker, mm-hmm. and um, you know, he signed me to. Uh, strike force deal and you know the rest is history mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One, one of my favorite fights with you is uh, your fight against Frank Shamrock um, uh, Kung so um, when you were growing up did you did you like envision yourself um, like fighting for a living or being a martial artist was that always kind of in you or did you want to do something else you know when I was younger I just I just loved martial arts I, I trained and uh, you know uh, see I just figure it's going to take me somewhere, you know, maybe the movies, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a fight career. I don't know. I, I kind of like put it in God's hands and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, looking back at, you know, um, everything that happened, you know, it's, uh, you know, it happened for a reason and mm-hmm. it's not like my plan. It's actually God's plan. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could have done more in the fight game, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right now, I'm fighting for all the fighters. Yeah, that class action. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, this is my journey. Yeah, well, Kong. I mean, I, I think you kind of like a little bit downplay your career. You're you're a fighting legend, in my opinion. Um, you've had like an amazing storied career in martial arts. Um, but um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting. You just had like this pull, you know, in that direction. Um, and this gut feeling. That's that's really amazing. Um, you kind of touched on this, but, um, so you were pretty much like a natural athlete and you kind of took to martial arts well? Uh, you know, um, I, I got a, you know, all glory goes to God and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I was blessed with, uh, maybe when I was younger, I, I ran away from the bullies, uh, and it was hard to catch me. So I guess my, you know, <laughs> athletic abilities, you know, Fun off from there, but yeah. you know, um, I I just had a I had lunch with Scott Coker about two and a half weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, Scott actually mentioned you you just said you know like I, you know downplayed my career you know like I, I you know I, I I'm only good at what I did yesterday right and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right now I'm fighting for all the new and the present and even some of the past athletes um, you know the class action representing. 1,200, you know, fighters, but what mm-hmm. Scott Coker told me about two and a half weeks ago, which kind of like, you know, made me feel really well, he thought, well, you know, there's a lot of great MMA fighters now, but 
if you looked at your career, mm-hmm. you went from Taekwondo, from point fighting, to uh, Shidokan, to Draka, to Sanda, to mm-hmm. representing the U.S. at the World Championship, <clears throat> to coaching the um, U.S. national team, to, um, you know, turning pro, um, you know, and fighting eventually with strike force and crossed over to MMA. But in every single fight platform, I was a champion. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, He's a, what a great career. What an amazing career. You know, Ab- I absolutely, Kong. Like, I, I really didn't think about, you know, like all the things I'd done. I just, like, thought about what I did last, which, you know, kind of like, like, you know, my loss against uh, Michael Bisley, which mm-hmm. was, you know, like, that, like a lot of people, like, came to me, man, that was epic. You went out on your shield. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. no, no fighter wants to lose, but, you know, uh, you know, think about it. Yeah, you know, you got to almost kill me in mm-hmm. order to, you know, to, to uh, you know, to beat me. So, right. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it was a great journey. And, uh, you know, right now mm-hmm. I've got a different journey, and, uh, you know, I accept it. Like like I said, it's not my plan, it's God's plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kong, you're you're absolutely a warrior. And uh, like I said, it's an honor to talk to you. Um, you know, you, you have a warrior spirit. I think you're a true martial artist. I know millions of people think that. Uh, and losing to Bisping, there's like no shame in that. He's like a Hall of Famer. And uh, yeah, you definitely showed your warrior spirit in that fight. Um, uh, as far as like the, um, the, the lawsuit, Kung, I don't want you to get into too much detail. I'm sure you can't. But for the people listening that don't really know about it, can, can you touch on something about that? Is, does it have to do with like fighters pay? Well, it has a lot more than just the fighter pay, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a class action. Um, me and a handful of other fighters like John Fitch, uh, uh, Nate, uh, you know, Nate the Great, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Brandon Vera. I mean, uh, even like, it's just, you know, and, you know, of course our lawyers from Eric Kramer to Bob Macy to all the lawyers that represent all, all these athletes, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, um, when when one promotion corners the market, buys out WEC, buys out Pride, eventually buys out Strikeforce, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're able to uh, corner the market even on apparel and put a lot of uh, apparel companies out of business. Mm-hmm. And then when they lock down sponsors that um, other fighters depend on, because you know, if some fighters are able to make more sponsorship than than what their purse is, you know, and you take right. that away, you know, that hurts. That hurts a lot of fighters. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and it also hurts a lot of companies. <clears throat> and uh, who really benefits from that big sponsor? Mm-hmm. Not the fighters. Mm-hmm. Sure, the fighters get paid something, but compared to what they can make, you know. Right. Um, um, I left before all that happened. Um, I already knew that the Reebok deal was already about to be in effect. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just saw, I uh, sat down with Rob and listened to, uh, like, everything that they had to, you know, um, uh, you know, tell me. You know, like, actually, uh, you know, Rampage brought me in first. And then, um, and, uh, you know, then, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the group, the fighters that stuck with it, mm-hmm. you know, we, we just said, hey, you know, um, We'd, we're either in or we're out, you know. Are we right. going to fight for all the fighters? You know, because in the end, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a lot of time 
uh, it could be years. Mm-hmm. And are we willing to make that sacrifice? Because, you know, it, it, it only really goes back to what you've done during the time you were with the UFC, right? So, right. Uh, but, but for me, because, you know, I, I have, you know, three boys and, uh, you know, right now, Anthony, um, who, who wants to be a fighter, he's my middle son. Mm-hmm. We're driving now for him to wrestle at the, you know, um, Cadet State, uh, State Championship, which yeah. is like, you know, freshman only, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of sophomores, depending on wh- when they were born, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and then you know, he, he spars, he does everything. So awesome. I don't want him to get stuck with the same you know, contract as everyone else, you know, and, right. and, and also they own, they own your likeness, mm-hmm. you know, they dictate and they, they have their own rankings. How, how is that? You know? Yeah. Um, so, um, and then, you know, now, uh, back, you know, when, when we first started, there was like no room to negotiate. Where do you go? Right. Nowhere, right. You know? Yeah. And right now, even in one league, you know, uh, Bellator, uh, you know, it's like the 400 pound gorilla versus like the, you know, the little um, chimpanzee, you know? It's yeah. Like, there's still really no comparison because the amount of money that UFC is making mm-hmm. and the amount of money that they're keeping for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, is that fair? Look at boxing, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's up and coming boxers, but a lot of them, the, the fight boxers that are, are doing you know, like our journeymen are, they're, they're making, you know, six figures um, as much as some of our champions. Right, you know? right. Uh, in, in the MMA world, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's there's really no comparison. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, they're in the 80, 85% um, uh, take, and then the rest is the fighters, you know? Yeah. That, if it wasn't for the fighters, there's no, uh, you know, there's no, no show. No one's going to go watch, you know, um, <laughs> The promoters, you know, promote. Right. You know? Yeah, so it, 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 we are, the fighters are the product. Right. They should be taken care of, you know. Now, I agree with you, Kung, 100%. And it's like you guys are not playing uh, basketball out there. You know, you guys get permanently injured. You could die. So, you know, they should be paid the max amount of money. I 100% agree with you. And the, the Reebok deal did, I mean, so many people were unhappy with that. Um, it's just crazy. But, um, you know, and and here, since I've been in it, you know, in in this lawsuit so long, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of fans or even, you know, some other people or, even the the the, the top effects of UFC themselves. Well, it was you made your own choice. Well, w- what else are we gonna do? Yeah, the fight. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna negotiate? But with fair market, right? All the action from uh, boxing MMA, it's a different game. You know, now mm-hmm. Mark Cuban can get back in the game. Now all these different billionaires can get in without you know mm-hmm. having the you know, get blocked by by UFC that now mm-hmm. Bellator can make offers, you know, and just just imagine, you know, some some great matchup from Bellator versus the UFC. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Like, like a lot of people don't realize look at all the great champions that came from Strike Force, W E C, um, you know, like even, you know, Pride. Mm-hmm. I mean they, they took when they 
put all these companies out of business. Yeah. And if you really look at it, you know, um, uh, myself included, I headlined two big, big, big events in China mm-hmm. for UFC. I wasn't just a coach in, uh, you know, part of the tough show. I was doing what Dana White would do. Yeah, you're like so, an ambassador. Yeah, the ambassador, but at the same time, I had to coach both teams. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had to go on this crazy 10-day tour to promote the TV show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, you know, their fight again in Macau. Uh, so knowing that who drew, who who was the big draw, they had Dung Young Kim and um, uh, a talented fighter from England. Yeah. Um, what headlined that card? I did the like I did the like Q and A, and I did the, I I actually even did an open workout mm-hmm. over there, and still, uh, you know, because they headlined the event, I heard that they didn't sell more than six or seven thousand seats and. You know, like when 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 I fought, um, you know, in Macau, both shows were sold out. Mm-hmm. And against Michael Bisping, I, I believe they turned away four thousand seats. Mm. You know, so um, and he, even against Rich Franklin, we had a standing room. Uh, they had to open up a standing room so they can sell more tickets. Yeah. You know, so um, and then also first bid that came in to buy the UFC was a Chinese investor. Mm-hmm. How did he know about that? You know, it's yeah. all in part with the team that was out out there in China promoting it, and me, you know, being 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 the face of the you know the the, the China branch, you know, the Asian branch. Right. And they, they, that that investor put a bid for four billion. That's what I believe. You know, I, I believe our efforts out there made that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, no fighters benefited from that. You know? Yeah. Wow, Kung. So, so overall, like you, you just feel like you just were not compensated properly for all the work you put in. Look, I was compensated a lot more than a lot of fighters, mm-hmm. but for the amount of work that I had to put in and everything that I did for the UFC, oh no, it's like, you know, it's like pennies on the dollars. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, switching gears like a little bit, Kung. Um. Would you mind talking about um, your uh, your greatest win or accomplishment, in, in your opinion, in your career? Well, you know, I, I got to say my first title fight um, for for Strikeforce, you know, fighting mm. a, a legend like Frank Shamrock. Yep, um, yep. Who was at the time when he defeated in UFC, left, you know, because, you know, he had a whole lot with, you know, Dana White mm-hmm. and um, – and, you know, that fight was, you know, definitely one of my greatest accomplishments mm-hmm. in my career. Thanks to beating, uh, uh, representing the USA team, fighting at a pro bout against USA versus China in Sanda and beating the king of Sanda at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so two top of the list uh, for me. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Kung. Um, just a few more questions, Kung. I know you're super busy. Um so, are you a fan of anyone out there right now in MMA? Someone that you enjoy, like watching compete? Um, you know, I'm I'm a fan of all the fighters that put their hearts and whether they win or they lose. And sorry about that. That's a, that's okay, um, Kong. 
I'm a fan of any fighters that go out there and put their lives on the line and fight to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. They bleed and they sweat and they give all of themselves for that fight. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who I'm a fan of. I, 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 I watch the fight and after I become their fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kung, I, I agree with you. Anybody that steps in that cage, um, deserves like so much respect you know uh one of my pet peeves is when i see like um fans uh disparaging fighters and making bad comments and it's insane because like walking down that ramp i mean it takes so much to make it to the cage you know it's like people have no idea uh the grueling training and uh yeah i agree with you 100 percent yeah uh, you know some some fans a lot of fans they're pretty respectful, but then there are the ones that are disrespectful and, mm-hmm. you know, they talk like they've done it themselves. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. are the fans that, you know, you just got to not pay any attention to. Right. So, you know, so they don't get any more, like, eyeballs onto their comments, mm-hmm. right? You just ignore them. And by ignoring them, they get no, they get no, you know, no strength, no power. Yep, yep, totally agree. And it's sad because I remember um the fighters used to interact a lot more with fans online, but that stopped because of the uh the negativity, you know. Yeah, I still interact a lot with the with the fans that are, you know, that are are cool. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely I see that online. Um so um last question Kong you've been so gracious with your time. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. Um so w- what gets um what gets the fire in you these days? Um, is it like new acting challenges? Um, or is it like this battle for the fighters, the lawsuit? That's probably number one, right? You know what? Every day that I wake up, I'm blessed with the new day. And, uh, that, that gives me the fire to accomplish as much as I could every single day. There's a lot of things accomplished to do and accomplish before, you know, I close my eyes and, and, and rest and then wake up for the next day. So mm-hmm. every day is a new day. Every day is a new blessing. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Kong. Thank you for sharing that wisdom. Um, I feel the same way. Every day I wake up, I'm, I'm blessed, blessed to be alive. I don't, I don't have any, I don't have much complaints, <laughs> but, yeah. um, Kung, that was my last question. I know you're about to reach your destination soon. I just want to say um, it's such an honor. Thank you so much for taking the time off for me. Good luck to your son with the tournament. And uh, thank, you. thank you so much again. All right. Thank you. All right, Kung. Have a great day, okay? You too. Take care.